Live from Parts Unknown, it's the KNA Sports Picks Podcast. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. I So I'm actually tempted, I think the Jaguars, after all the drama of last year, I think they're going to have a bounce-back season. Um, of course, the Pack uh, is still, still back. Darren Rodgers, by far the best quarterback. There's some people that, um, some pickers, like like the Vikings. Like the Vikings I say, blah, 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 blah. The Vikings, Kirk Cousins. Still a mediocre team. I guess we'll get to. Are you thinking the Seahawks will probably finish fourth this year in the division? No, no. I actually, uh, and this is a homer pick. I actually think that they'll finish third, and the the Cardinals will finish finish fourth. Um, a lot of a lot of the so-called experts are picking um, the Seahawks to win three or four games this year, but I th- I see them being a seven eight eight win team. Um, yes, quarter, quarterback. We don't have an elite quarterback. Gino is okay, but. Um, we had a fabulous draft. Hello, listeners. Glad you're taking the time out of your busy day to listen to our um, NFL playoff predictions. As you you can see, um, during the preseason, uh, you know some of our picks hit, and some didn't. Um, but I'd like to congratulate you, Tanner, on your Jaguar pick. Well, thank you. I was thinking that that was going to be a dud of a pick, just some weeks back but wow they've had a great end to their uh, season and the chosen one is finally living up to his reputation yes yes he yes he is that's that's good to hear and our packer pick was a was a little bit off but we still have buffalo going so there's that yes okay so we got the playoffs let's dive in there's six games this week and two teams have a bye uh, this would be Kansas City and, and Philadelphia. So let's start with the first game. The beloved Seahawks are at the 49ers. So who do you have in that game? Of course, you know, as a Seahawks homer, I'm tempted to pick them. And I will say that sometimes playoff division games can be a little uh, quirky. Everyone remembers <laughs> in 2007, the great Cowboys, 13-3, and led by Tony uh, Romo. They beat the Giants twice um, during the regular season, only to fall to them in the playoffs. So weird things can happen. But I do think the 49ers are a better team. I'm skeptical that the Seahawks' uh, defense can slow down the uh, running game enough, especially being on the road. Um, so I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be hard fought, but I'll say the 49ers prevail 23 to 16, 23 to 16. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the 49ers are the better team, but, um, I'm, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I know it's a homer pick. Uh, one thing that I, I will say is, is Gino's not getting, getting the love. I saw rankings of the the postseason quarterbacks and they had him rated 13 and they had Brock Purdy, the San Francisco quarterback rated ahead of him. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks 23 to 20 in overtime. And I think Gino has the experience 10 years in the NFL. He's had a great season and no Brock Purdy has been a great story. I think, I think he's going to throw a key pick. I like it. Well, that sure would be fun. Keep the fun season going one week more. Absolutely. So in the next game, we talked about the Jaguars and the chosen one making the playoffs. We have the Chargers are at Jacksonville. 
Who do you have in that? This is a fun game. You know, two young teams, two talented young quarterbacks. I got to go with the momentum. The Jaguars have been so hot, just one a key game. It's at home. I think this is going to be a fun game, but I'll say Jaguars 31, Chargers 27 with the great Trevor Lawrence throwing the game-winning touchdown with a minute left. All right. Going with you're going with two young quarterbacks. So, I'm going to we're going to be uh two different uh, opposing picks on the first two games. I'm going with the Chargers cuz I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. And the Jaguar, <laughs> worse. Um, Trevor Lawrence is still young, and he didn't have a great game when they were playing Tennessee. A win, and you're in. So I- I'm going to take I'm going to take the Chargers in this one. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be close, um, and I think that these two teams could be the future of the uh, AFC. So we could be seeing this. Um, we could be seeing this game in uh, future years in the playoffs. Absolutely, bank it. Um, so the next game is a pretty easy game. I think we're as the Dolphins are at the Bills. The Dolphins are down to the third string quarterback. The Bills are at home. It's going to be cold, and the Dolphins, of course, are from Miami, and they don't like the cold. So um, I'm going with the Bills big. How about you? Really, I, I'm going with the Bills smaller. The Dolphins have played well against the Bills this year. They beat them, and then. The late uh, season game was very close. Um, the Bills, but I do think the Bills are going to be really uh, motivated to to um, win with all the off field stuff going on. And like you said, if if Tua was healthy and at his best, but he's either going to be coming off not playing for a few weeks, or it's going to be their third string uh, quarterback. So I think the Bills have enough playoff experience to get over the hump on this one. Yeah, I, so you're not worried about Skylar Thompson. That's why I think uh, the third-string quarterback for the Dolphins, that's why I think it's going to be a romp, like maybe a 34-score uh, blowout. Yeah, I, I just, again, I've been impressed. The Dolphins seem to play well and, um, I, uh, I against the Bills this year. Um, and – so I think it's going to be close, but I still think the Bills are going to get uh, over the hump. But I do think there's a danger, especially the two seed. They could be looking ahead to next week yeah. or looking ahead to the, uh, the Chiefs. So they have to stay focused. Well, one thing I'll say about the Dolphins is their quarterback, Skylar Thompson. That sounds like a, a Star Wars name, you know, for <laughs> the last bastion to save the Republic. Um, so, I mean, the Dolphins do have that. Oh, um, uh, the Dolphins. But, hey, it's been a good year for them, too. I don't think a lot of people necessarily expected them to get this far. So, good for the, good for the uh, Dolphins. Okay. So, the next couple games should be, should be close. It'll be interesting to see if, if we're picking the same or we're picking different again. So, <laughs> this next one is the New York Football Giants are playing at Minnesota in the games indoors. Yes, yes. So this is the fascinating one because they played a great game just a few weeks back. Um, The Giants started the season hot. They've come back down to earth. I'm not a huge Giants believer. I think they had a soft uh, schedule. Um, I think the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, 
I know his record in the playoffs isn't great, but it's at home. The fans are going to be loud. Um, I think it's going to be the environment's going to be a little too much for the G-men. And Money Kirk Cousins will, Money Kirk Cousins. Get, will get his playoff win. Wow, okay. So this is the third game where we're going to we're gonna differ. And wow. I, and yeah, and I'll I tell, tell you why. I've, of course, I'm not a big Viking fan, and if you heard our preseason pick, I picked the Packers to win the division easily over the Vikings. But here's the thing about the Vikings. They won some miracle games this year. They've actually um, had a ne- – going into the last week of the season, they had a negative 12 in point differential. So I think they're extremely overrated. And I think the Giants, I watched them play uh, the Seahawks in Seattle, and I was really impressed by their defense. So I think their de- defense will slow slow them down enough, and I think Daniel Jones is is coming on. And I like Barkley, the running back, who's who's doing it. So I'm going to – I think this is going to be a close game, but I'm going to take the G-men. That is true. I remember watching the Vikings and Cowboys game earlier this year. And, man, the Vikings just came out flat. It seems like this year they have a, a weird quirk of just coming out and playing a really bad first half of uh, football and – I don't think you can do that in the uh, playoffs unless, of course, you're the Buffalo Bills playing the Houston uh, Oilers. Right. Um, so <coughs> I think they need to start fast. And if they start as slow as they have in some games this year, then they are in trouble. So I do think you're right to have some skepticism. Okay. So here's the fifth game. Two more games to, to go over. And this be interesting to hear your take on this. This one, the Ravens are playing at the Bengals, and I'm not sure Lamar Jackson is gonna is gonna be uh, healthy enough to play. Yeah, so I'm going with the who got the Bengals. Um, they've had a really strong second half of the uh, season. They seem like they're coming to life at the right time. And you know, this is a team that made it all the way to the uh, Super Bowl and uh, almost won uh, last year. So I think they have playoff. Uh, experience. I think the Bengals, you know, so many years, they were kind of the playoff jokes. Of course, the Marv Lewis always losing in the first round. Um, but this is not your same uh, Bengals. I think they're going to take care of uh, business, especially if Jackson is not playing for the Ravens. <coughs> I agree. I had the Bengals winning by two scores. If Lamar Jackson was playing, I might be um, you know, tempted to call this a, a toss-up, but definitely Joe Burrow's been on fire. The Bengals have been playing excellent football the last half, so I agree on this one. I'll uh, I'll side with you on this one and, and go with the Houdat Bengals. So the last game, and this this shows you how the NFL loves the Cowboys and loves Tom Brady because it, it's the Monday it's the Monday night game. So. Um, of course, I'm a little jealous as a Seahawks fan because they always think of this, the Seahawks as South Alaska. But we have the Cowboys at the at the Bucks. So you want me to go first on this one? Sure, go for it. I, you know, saw the Bucks play in um, Germany, play the Seahawks, and I wasn't that impressed. Um, you know, I thought you know should have won. Um, but at, at that point in the season, we had str- struggled running the ball. Um, I just think Tom Brady at this point in his career, um, I don't think he can carry a team without a strong running game like he used to. 
and I know the Cowboys had a had a terrible um, game against the the Commanders. I, I don't know about that name, Commanders. I think yeah, I don't know either. I don't know, but uh, regardless, I think I think the Cowboys are a very ta- you know very talented team, and I think that they're going to have a big bounce back week, and I see them also winning by two scores. I agree with you one hundred percent. I've been doing a lot of, you know, online uh, research, and it seems like all the prognosticators, they're all saying, ooh, a potential for an upset. The Cowboys had a bad game. It's Tom Brady, um, you know, time in the uh, playoffs. It seems like a lot of uh, people are uh, picking the uh, Bucks, and I just don't see it. Like you said, the Cowboys did have a very bad game the last week, but they beat the they recently beat the E. They recently played some really good games. They beat the Eagles. Um, I think they have a lot of talent, and I did not think one bad game is going to doom them. I think they're a much better team. Even with Dak and his uh, interceptions, he's just a quarterback in his prime. Like you said, Brady's, you know, he's uh, 45. Um, I just don't think he has the. Uh, I think the Bucks are in the playoffs because they play in the really weak uh, NFC South. They have not impressed me at all this year. They've even when they win, it seems like they win these twenty to seventeen squeaker yeah. games where Tom Brady has to throw a touchdown and the in dying time. So I think the uh, Cowboys easily take care of uh, business. So you picking a more than a one score game here? Yes. Okay. I do not think this is going to be close. Again, anytime I watch the Bucks, even when they win, it's like they're winning these 20 to 17 games over um, you know, teams in the uh, NFC South. I, I don't have a lot of faith in the uh, and I think the uh, boys have looked really good. They blew out the uh, Vikings, they beat the Eagles. Um, I think they're a good team. I I agree. So now let's go to who we who we think's going to be the AFC NFC champ and and who's going to win the Super Bowl. So for the AFC, I go first here. I'm going to stick with the Bills. The Bills are who I um, who I picked in the preseason, and then not only to win the AFC but to win to win the Super Bowl. I think they're you know they're extremely motivated with Demar Hamlin. Um, what what happened to him? The the tragedy, but. Apparently he's been released from the hospital in Buffalo, so that's that's some awesome news. But I, you know, it was going to be interesting where the Buffalo Kansas City uh, AFC Championship is because they're going to do it on a on a coin toss. So oh, my wow. my thought on on where they should play it is somewhere that is cold because it was a yes. cold city. So I vote for Cleveland. I like it. So who, who do you have in the AFC? Well. I think the Bengals, Chiefs, and Bills all have strong claims. I'm sorry to the Bills. Sorry, Bills fans, but I am going to switch it to the Chiefs. And it's been about consistency. I think the Bills have had a very good year, but there are just a couple games that make me nervous that they're going to have another playoffs where they just can't quite finish a game in the final uh, minutes. I think the Chiefs are an experienced team. I think that they have gotten really close these past um, few years, and I think it's their time to go back 
Uh, but um, I think they they have the best quarterback in the league. I'm sorry to Josh. Um, and I'm actually, if I was a Bills fan, you know, if the Bengals and Bills in the next round, that's going to be a really tough game. And whoever wins that, I think, is going to be banged up because I think that would be a very tough game. So I think the Chiefs, with their bye, with their uh, easier round two game, I think they're going to win in the AFC uh, championship. All right. So the Chiefs are the Bills. But, of course, the Bengals, as, as Tanner mentioned, they, they have a legitimate chance. And that's who I'm actually rooting for. I, I, I like the Bills. They're my AFC team. Um, so yes. NFC, of course, our preseason pick of the Packers is did not um, come to fruition, thankfully. Um, sorry, Pete. Uh, but you know it's it's wide open. So who do you have in the wide NFC? Open. Who do you have in the well, NFC? This, is, this I'm going to shock our uh, listeners. I like are, it. Shock are em. you ready? Yes. Cowboys. So, the Cowboys. So all right. The, Last time they made it to the uh, Super Bowl was when I was a few months old. So now it's been 27 years. Right. Uh, but I think the wait is finally over. And it's because there's no one in the NFC that I really love. The 49ers have won a lot in a row. But like you said, their uh, quarterback play, I don't know. It's going to be tough in the uh, playoffs for such an inexperienced uh, quarterback. The Eagles have struggled and lost some games. The boys just beat them here uh, recently. Um, so why not? Why not Dallas? Wow. So you have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Kansas City Chiefs, little known fact that they used to be the Dallas Texans, but the Cowboys, oh. the Cowboys forced them to, to move out of, uh, can, you know, out of Dallas and, and move up to Kansas City. Um, so I like it. Cowboys, Cowboys and Chiefs. That would that would be a fun Super Bowl. So I pondered this question and, um, you know, I, I think I'll shock the world and pick the Seahawks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Seahawks are not going to the Super Bowl, unfortunately. Um, if I wasn't such a homer and picked the Seahawks to beat the 49ers, I might pick the 49ers. But going back to I don't think the rookie quarterback Brock Purdy will come through in the playoffs. I'm going to pick the Eagles. I think they're talent-wise, they're loaded on both sides of the ball. The, the uh, uh, you know, offensive line, defensive line, uh, Jalen Hurts is back. The only question is, you know, how healthy is, is Jalen, Jalen Hurts? I like the Cowboy pick, but I think it, with that running game and that defense, and I'm going to say the Seahawks knock out the 49ers, I will go with the Bills-Eagles Super Bowl. That would that would be fun. Yeah, two really talented teams. And, and who would be your pick to win? Well, I want to pick the Bills to win, and that's who I picked in the preseason. But I would actually pick the Eagles because their their uh, running game is far superior to Buffalo. So I'll have the Eagles. I have the Eagles win in the Super Bowl. Wow. Well, Philadelphia. Last time they won, it was a huge party in the city. So Philadelphia, get ready for another party yeah and um, be safe philadelphia don't be crazy <laughs> um yeah it'd be a great sports year for them with the phillies going to the world series the eagles winning the uh but in my super bowl between the chiefs and cowboys i am going with the chiefs 
I think ever since the Chiefs won that last Super Bowl, they've been knocking on the door, and it's finally time for them to return, for Mahomes to start the dynasty talk. Um, I just think they have too much um, talent for the boys. So while Dallas, I'm sure, will throw an epic party for returning to the uh, Super Bowl for the first time in 27 years, I think it's the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, who will win their third um their third world championship. I like it. I like it. That would, that would, that would be awesome. And yes, the talk of, um, you did the, the talk of a dynasty would continue. So do you think it would be a close Super Bowl, or do you see the Chiefs winning in a route? I see the Chiefs winning, I don't think a route, but I think comfortably. All right. Okay. And do you know who's the halftime? I have no, I have no clue. I have no clue who who it is. Well, NFL, if you need some great comedy, we are free that Sunday, I think. So (laughs) give us a call. Give us a call. Absolutely. So we have a couple of listener questions. I think uh, Spielberg from LA, um, he might've sent you a question. I think he has your direct line. Yes. Um, So Steve, I think he took a break from, there was an a award show last night, and he took a break during a bathroom break to send me this question, and it says that he he's a big uh, movie buff, and he recently watched a movie from 1928, so that was almost 100 years ago, and Steve wants to know, are there any books, movies, TV shows that have came out in maybe the last five to ten years that we think people will still be uh, watching 100 years from now so in 2123 what you know things that we watch now might stay on the test of time Ooh, that's a that's a really good question um i don't have a movie i haven't particularly liked the movies of the last five years but i do have a tv show and i do have a book so right. the first book the first is the book See <laughs> uh Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel. And you know, for those who are familiar with her work, she wrote Station Eleven and Glass Hotel. I think, uh, you know, in the, the theme of 100 years from now, her book um, goes back and forth into the future, into the into the past. Um, I think, you know, it's an excellent it's an excellent, you know, sci fi. Uh, but what I really like about her is, she, you know, she doesn't go overboard, you know, in explaining all these crazy sci-fi details right. that that when you read it, you're like, that can't happen. So, right. yeah. you know, you can use your imagination how how that would work. Um, so I thought I thought that was an excellent book. Um, and for uh, there's a TV show um, that um, Cindy and I like. It's called Severance. And it's about this this uh, split consciousness. So when you go into the, uh, you know, they they do this split of your consciousness. So you don't your work self um, is different than your home self, and you don't have any recollection of, of you know what you did at work or what you did at home. Um, so just Amazon had season one, and looking forward to season two. So it's an interesting topic. And it's a thriller, but it's not—it's not bloody. But I think a hundred years from now is 
as science understands more and more of consciousness, I think this will be a, a TV show that people will go back and rewatch. Wow. Well, I think that's fascinating. Great, uh, great picks. Um, so I was with you on the movies. I tried to think of a recent movie and I really couldn't think of one just because I'm with you. I don't think films have been as good. It's not recent, but I think the Godfather is such a classic. It just captures the genre so well. That yeah. I think it's a film. They'll be, um, if they still have films, then I think it's one that will still be watched. Um, and I thought that uh, Harry Potter, the books, not the films, but the okay. books, I think kind of like you, I think a lot of times like sci-fi books struggle to live on because, you know, we see the uh, future and we're like, oh, well, that didn't uh, pan out. Um, but I think Harry Potter and kind of having this uh, fantasy, and I think it's so beloved by so many people of my uh, generation that they're going to read it to their kids who will read it to their kids. I think it's just a great first read that kind of captures the imagination of folks. So I think that's one that's going to be passed down. Um, and then I wonder if the, um, I wonder if shows like friends and the uh, office will continue to live on for uh, decades to come. Um, not because necessarily they're great works of art, but I think they had such big fans. And again, I think people will show them to their kids. And there's something very, I think, uh, comforting about those shows. Yeah. People just love to put them on and have it in the background. And it's like an old make... shoe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they make sitcoms like that. And I wonder, especially with everyone working from home, like maybe in 50 years, there won't be any uh, offices left. So they'll look back at that. Oh, that's a good point. As like an um, artifact to see what life was like back when everyone worked in the uh, office. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. And the friends is a really good time capsule of the nineties and early, early two thousands. We have one more question. It's from Elon from Austin. I mean, you know, he moved recently. He's a big fan of podcasts. He says it's one of his must-listen-to podcasts. He recently moved from Silicon Valley to Austin, Texas, probably because of the barbecue, I would imagine. But he said, you discovered a beautiful island upon which you may build your own society. How fun is that? You make the rules. What is the first rule you put into place? That's a great question, Elon. I would actually borrow from the French. So they have this law where you can't email someone when they're not on the clock. And I think everyone is just really, especially since everyone started uh, working from home, you know, people have just started sending work emails, work text 24-7. And I think that's really bad for um, for health, for the a ability to really unplug, spend time with family, friends, good books. Um, So I would make it to where at 5 p.m. each night, the email servers went down and your boss could not call you, could not text you. They had to let you be so people could know that they didn't have to have their phones on and they could just enjoy their evenings in peace. I like it. Yeah. You know, don't after, after five, after six. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't contact, don't contact exactly. the, the workers, you know, the uh, work will never get done. There'll always be more of it. Um, 
Oh, and I would also make coffee free. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I kind of like you, you know, your idea going with technology. And so what I would do is, is ban all, all social media in, in the beautiful, in the beautiful island. Um, no, no Twitter, no Facebook, um, none of that, you know, and it would have story times just like early cavemen, you know, so, so, you know, at night we go down to the beach, you know, by a campfire and we, we tell stories. I mean, no pressure if someone doesn't want to tell a story, right. you know, that that's fine. But I think a little, you know, going back old school, a little, little story, story time. And oh, yeah, that'd be great. Have some s'mores, tell stories. You could tell jokes. And of, I like it. Of course, in our school, I would do Veggie-less Fridays. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, all right. Those are listener questions. So, any final thoughts? Yeah, well, um, I would just say now that we picked the Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills, and Eagles. I am sorry to the cities of Dallas, Philadelphia, and uh, Buffalo. Um, that inevitably means it's now going to be a um, a, a Vikings and uh, Chargers uh, Super Bowl. Absolutely, yeah. Don't don't take our picks to Vegas. So everyone, enjoy the the postseason and go Hawks. Go Hawks.